0: So sit down and let's get started. Hey guys, here we are back at the Healthy Hustle Podcast. What I wanted to talk about today, and I brought my good friend Michelle to have this really open conversation with me, is how do you actually show up when you're not feeling your best, or you're in the thick of your health issues? Too often we see coaches, even myself, that have felt shame around sharing very vulnerable parts of my life, parts of my journey, and things that may even be happening now. I sent out this newsletter talking about going into one of the worst adrenal fatigues that I have gone in in my life. And if you struggle with adrenal fatigue, you know that burnout and adrenal fatigue can come back so easily, especially if you're not holding your boundaries or maybe you're dealing with a toxin load, your body is just full of those toxins, or you're just dealing with like mental health issues. What I realized after going through COVID and overworking Overstressing, overrunning was that I got myself into a really bad stage of burnout and that led to depression. How do you show up when you're feeling not your best so that you have consistency in your business? This is one of the biggest questions that we get asked. And that's why in today's episode, we are deep diving into it. So, Michelle, talk to everyone here who's listening. Has there ever been a time in your life where you haven't felt your best or you're in the thick of your health struggles? How did you show up?
1: Yeah, I think definitely <laughs> number one, I think everyone kind of goes through their own health struggles and mental health, you know, challenges as well. And for me, I've in in like the height of like COVID like lockdown. And like in New York, it was different for us. So it was really hard. Like our kids couldn't go to school, like for a while. And, you know, a lot of things were shut down. For me, I actually allowed myself to slow down. I I realized that I could still move like forward and in my business and for myself and with my kids, but I had to do it at a pace that wasn't overwhelming. And so I gave myself permission to actually slow down a lot during that time, which was actually really hard for me to do because I'm definitely like a go, 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 like, let's get this done. And I just realized it was becoming a little hard for me personally. So I gave myself permission to actually slow down and incorporate more things that kind of like gave me life again, Mm -hmm. you know, things that like I felt really good doing, you know, just even on lockdown, like having a fire in the backyard at nighttime, playing music during the day, like just trying to do things that made me feel like life was still happening, even though it was on pause. And so for me, that made all the difference.
0: I wish looking back that I could have done something like that. For me, it was like the opposite. My anxiety got so triggered that I started just overworking one Mm -hmm. of my addictions that I have and something that I've been actively working on this last two years to kind of balance because I can just get lost in work. It's also a way that I've always dealt with kind of emotions, which is not the best way to deal with emotions because when an emotion comes up, you want to be able to handle that emotion, process it think about it, not go into kind of overdrive. And I just went into pure overdrive. I know that a lot of coaches also went into that place and kind of got triggered during COVID, not even because of just what was happening, but just the uncertainty of everything. And so one of the things that I did is one, I overworked my butt off, but then I went into that place where I was like, wow, I knew, and for people who struggle with adrenal fatigue, you can always feel like you don't wanna get too excited, you don't wanna get too down because that adrenaline can feed in to the adrenals and can create a lot of toxins and pathogens from that adrenaline. But what I started to do was step back, evaluate like what was going on, What was at the core of my emotions? Why was I running? Mm -hmm. And I think this is a really hard thing because when we start a business and I've had this business for 12 years, which means I've gone through recessions, I've gone through economy changing, and I still was showing up. But it was a really tough time to show up because I felt like a fraud. And I felt like if I wasn't talking about it, that I couldn't really show up and be authentically me. And I think this is a really important part because for a lot of coaches, they feel that shame about still struggling with their health issue. They feel that shame about needing to be the perfect practitioner. But one thing I realized early in my career when I was still having gut issues, because I had ulcerative colitis, I had years and bouts of asthma, even on life support, is that my gut issues weren't going to go away. They didn't happen overnight and they weren't going to just go away. And in the beginning stages, when I was building my business, that anxiety and that stress of showing up, I wasn't in that mindset yet of being able to handle it. And I really felt like if I didn't show up and share with people what was going on, that I would feel that I couldn't even be confident on like a live, or I couldn't even be confident in a webinar or a workshop. And so what I started to do was to really share with people what was going on, but I always shared it, not like spewing out of, on Facebook as a diary, but really like what happened, what was life like, what did I learn? Mm -hmm. So that I was always sharing what was that journey, so that somebody would also identify with me. I remember when I was an emotional eating coach, I was an emotional eating coach and a gut coach. I shared about my addiction to potato chips. It was one of my biggest posts that got me so many clients, that got me so many coaches even coming to me and saying, I need you to be my coach. Because I shared about this relationship with my father that was always, up and down. I hadn't talked to him for so many years when I went to Landmark to kind of do some emotional work. That was when I actually reconnected with him. But I still had so many years where it was unresolved. And he used to, he and I used to eat Cape Cod potato chips. So I had this potato chip addiction where I would actually shove my mouth, overeat. I would be eating in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> trying to like rediscover that emotional connection with my father. And I remember sharing about that, like this emotional eating addiction that I had and how I was really conscious of it, but that it still that area of my life wasn't resolved yet. And I was still searching in that potato chip bag for love and for connection. And when I shared that, and talked about how I was really present to the emotions, but that addiction still took over. I got so many clients and that gave me everything that I needed to realize that truthfully, our clients just need us to be human beings. They don't need robots. They need us to share these stories. We call them the micro and the macro stories of our life in order to identify with us. And when I sent out this email talking about these stages of adrenal fatigue and how it really affects me with depression, I got so many responses, not only on Facebook, from my email list saying, wow, I've been there. It takes a real leader to come out and be authentic and to be transparent. And I think that's what the exciting times that we've seen coming off of this time of uncertainty is that it really birthed, rebirthed a lot of leaders to be extremely transparent and to actually attract their ideal client in that transparency,
1: yeah. I think that's everything, you know, showing up and actually sharing truth. I think so many coaches and just leaders in general, have had a habit or felt like they couldn't be themselves because that meant, that meant sharing some insecure parts, you know, and some insecure stories and things that were currently happening. Like, well, you know, what if, people read this and they think I'm not good enough and they think they can't hire me. Or I, maybe if I can't have fixed myself yet, then I can't fix them. And like all these thoughts that are so not true because really you only need to be like one step ahead to be able to help other people get to that same place. And I think it's been really like wowed, you know, to read people's stories and hear people sharing like some really hard stuff. And it's been invigorating to see it because it's just honesty And that creates community connection, you know, magnetizes followers because now you're, you're hooked into, well, what's their next move? Like, what are they going to share next? And you can identify that. And and the, the same thing goes for your audience, you know, like if you're listening, that if you start sharing your own story and and how you solved it or how you're working through it, even if it's like an ongoing thing, that's going to be the driving factor for connection.
0: Well, and I would love to hear your opinion on that coach that's an introvert because guys- If you really know me, (laughs) you know that I appear as an extrovert, but internally I am a massive introvert when it comes. I need a lot of time and space. Big parties don't work that great for me. It's one of the reasons I didn't want to do groups when I was a coach. I loved a good VIP day. I loved one-on-one clients. I felt overwhelmed by speaking in public. One of the things that I had to break through when I was a coach, especially in those early stages, is understanding that my ideal client is not going to identify with me. If I don't share these parts of me that feel hard to share. So especially if you're an introvert, work on writing down, what are these stories that you can actually share with your audience to help your audience identify with you? And if you have a story, just like Michelle was saying, where maybe you're in the thick of it, think about strategies that have really helped you to get out of it. I know for me, ancestral supplements, adrenal support really helped me. It's so one of the things B12 really helped me. B vitamins really helped me. An adrenal fatigue supplement really helped me. And we can have those down times where we share about those down times, but we always have to give a solution. I think that's the thing that I want you to take away from this is if you don't have a solution to what's going on, it's probably not the best thing to share because trust me, you will find a solution and you will be able to share that with your audience. What do you think is the best advice for somebody who is scared to share? Because one of the things before I, I just asked you this question, but before you answer, one of the sinful things that I see is that you have a coach who's not as great as the other coach, but they have this really explosive personality. Mm -hmm. So maybe they're doing better on Instagram, or maybe they've really nailed TikTok, or they've nailed reels, these things that are trending. What does this person who is more of an introvert, how do they still show up and have this explosive personality with maybe not having necessarily those traits naturally?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with stretching your comfort zone as much as you can little by little, right? So like maybe if you're not comfortable doing, you know, a live video, you start with a recorded video and you upload it, you know, like just those little forward are really all you need to really just do it. You know, and when you start doing the practice of it, you get better at it and more comfortable, but also like, don't be attached to the results. You know, like I post reels now because I just want to, and whether it gets 200 views or 4,000, I'm like, ah, eh, whatever you know, like I did it for me. And so I think that it's really important for you to do it for you and do it for the, even just that one person, you know, who just needed to see that or hear that story for that day, that moment. And if you just like tie it to one person, like if you can just make, help like change the life of one person that day, then that's all that really matters. If you get more, great. But if you don't, one's enough, you know, one's enough to change the whole world. And so if you can look at it through that lens, that would be great. And then also, you know, when it comes to like that whole copywriting messaging aspect, I love the idea, kind of like think of a vision board, but a story. Board, like take some post it notes and write down individual tiny stories that, yeah. you know, you were at the store the other day and this happened, or, you know, you visited so and so in your family and you thought about this and, you know, creating those healthy shifts, you know, a new supplement that you tried or a new article that you read and your opinion on it, you know, or just like these little stories from your life, you know, as a child at the doctor's or as an adult in the waiting room. Like there's all these moments that we all collect and gather kind of like the photo albums if you think of most people don't use photo albums anymore. We have all these online (laughs) albums. Yeah, you know, like thinking of what that actually looked like and creating like the album like of just stories in your life that you can then share. And when you have that, it it sparks the content, you know? And then from there you just have to step a little bit out of your comfort zone to be able to to share that with others. But like looking at other people and what they're doing. I mean, that's, that's like probably the worst thing to do. You know, it's good to look at it for inspiration, but not for competition because really nobody has your story. Nobody has your voice. Nobody's going to do what you do the way you do it. And if you can just show up with that confidence and knowing, you know, that if you could just change one person, then it's all worth it. That's all that really matters. Like, don't, don't be tied to the exact results of views and likes and comments and reactions, because that's the stuff that trips us up because, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day if you could just impact the life of one person.
0: Well, and I love that you brought up that pre-recorded video because going and doing a pre-recorded video and practicing that, I know is the way that I got comfortable to do webinars mm-hmm. and to do yeah. lots and stepping, really stepping out of that comfort zone and most importantly, getting the support. If you have a great community of coaches that are your friends, you know, grab a friend and say, Hey. I would love for you to listen to this pre-recorded video that I did, make sure that it's a great training before I put this out into the world. Or maybe you need to get a coach to really work on the mindset part and the visibility, being able to show up and say, fuck it, I don't care what anyone thinks, I'm going to show up and really ask for the words to be given to me through my higher ups, whether you believe in God or whether you believe in higher ups or the angels or Allah or anything. It's like really understanding that we have to step into a place of faith. And the last is you know, something that I did for myself. I needed to actually go back into therapy. I needed to have somebody that I can work with to rewire thoughts, because I feel like when you can step into that anxiety place and depression place, it can be really hard to grasp onto gratitude, really hard to grasp onto like resetting and rewiring because you get into a habit of kind of being a negative Nelly. And something that I had to do was to really go back in, work on some old trauma, work on some old stuff that kind of had me feeling aged again or feeling like I couldn't take a deep breath. And that I think is true for a lot of us health warriors because we get into this business to heal ourselves in a way as much as we're healing others. So I think most important is to get support in that area. And lastly is to have that confidence to have that confidence in your program, especially if you're brand new, get results from people do a beta test for a program or your course, see that you're actually getting those results and those results will give you kind of that kick in the butt that you need to say, I can do this.
1: Yeah, and I think remembering that like, healing is a, it's a marathon, right? I think, yeah. and so, like, we're all running like our own different race, you know, and just really looking at it from that angle to share your healing journey and what you're doing and, you know, what you found that works for you. And by doing that, you know, you're offering some value to your audience and you're building that connection that they need to work with you.
0: Well, and I think one of the biggest things that I see in life is, we want to be vulnerable. We want to be transparent. We want to have that feminine flow. Mm -hmm. And so much of what we yearn requires us to be transparent and to be authentic and I, and to live our truth. And I think that's, you know, greatest goal in life is to really live your truth and be present. And so often we have other stuff that's like pulling us away or we have health issues, or we have mental health issues, or we have, you know, just our own fears that people are going to judge us. I think that's one of the biggest things that I hear from coaches when they say I'm scared to show up. It's that we have this fear of being judged. But it's like, what if we just take a chance? And I know because if I can do it, you can do it. We take a chance to just show up and say, screw it. I'm going to show up as I am. There's somebody that really needs to hear this. And that's how all of a sudden you were saying that one person turns into many people and all of a sudden we have a following.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I honestly think that's the key to it all. And just, just doing it, you know, each day showing up and sharing your story, you know, if you could just commit to that one small little thing each day, like that's all you need to do to eventually, you know, have days of, you know, doing it, you know?
0: Well, and it's like practicing a muscle. I mean, it's yeah, just exactly. like going to the gym. It's like we have to practice that muscle of being transparent. And one thing that I've learned is when I'm not being transparent in my business life, it's usually when I'm not being transparent in my personal life. <laughs>
1: yeah, we ourselves, right? Like, I mean, ourselves.
0: honestly. Yeah, I really feel like it is a leap of faith to take that leap of faith to show up and Let people see you as you are. I think that's a really scary thing, but it's the most rewarding. And it's going to be the way that you're going to build a profitable and sustainable business because those people are going to want to keep following you. They're going to say, wow, this no BS approach is so refreshing. I want to learn more about this person.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Before we close out, Michelle, do you have anything that you want to leave with the guests for today?
1: Yeah, I would say to start that storyboard, you know, like get some post it notes out and just start writing like these little moments in your life and reflecting on those that you could eventually use as like little stories for your emails, for your social posts, weave them in with content if you have done for you content and, you know, start. Using that as your platform and your foundation to be able to show up each day. If you can, you know, sometimes we just get in our own heads of like, well, I don't know what I should share. (laughs) Let that be the thing? And always tie it back to like, this was the problem that I had. It's just how I felt when I had it. And this is what I did or what I'm doing to get through it. And if you can keep that flow, then every post that you share will also provide value and still position you as someone knowledgeable and an expert in their field.
0: I love that, I love that. Well, guys, today was one of those behind the scenes talk about what's really been going on. And what I wanted to share is that despite everything that I was going through, I learned how to repurpose content really easily. I learned how to take videos and chop them down to be like little snippets. I learned also how to show up without going into overdrive because that's something that I think when we show up, we get that adrenaline, we're going really fast. And I also stayed consistent. There were times that I gave myself social media breaks. There were times that I hired people to help me during that time. But I think the biggest is to understand that we go through these ebb and flows in life. And when we're a business owner and we're so client-facing forward, where we're in the front of our business at all times, we need to learn strategies for when we're in that season where we just don't feel as amped up. Or maybe we're going through something emotionally with our family. Like I said, pull out the snippets of the story. If there's a solution, share it. And most importantly, be consistent with your business because you are the face of your business, but also be authentic so you don't feel like a fraud. Guys, it's been great to be with you. Stay tuned for next week where we'll share some amazing tips and tricks and all hacks and stuff like that. So guys, stay tuned. We'll see you later. Bye. All right guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you Bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys soon.